Welcome to the first ever episode featuring the Guy Nance, which Maggie's fiance Phil has allowed us to affectionately call all four of our partners, in spite of the fact that she is very much not a guy. Last episode, you heard us talk about our experiences with the Fair Play deck, and in this episode, you'll hear from our partners on what they thought about the whole thing. First up will be Andy and Zach, who recorded the same night as our Vaginance episode. Then, Phil sent over a beautiful monologue of her thoughts. And finally, Taylor interviewed Joey, and they also shared an update on how it's been going. So, without further ado, let's take a little walk back in time. Welcome, men. Hello. Wow. Introduce yourself so they know whose voices just said that. Half of of the guy dance just showed up. The guy dance in the house! (laughs) (laughs) Hello, I'm Andy, Becca's partner, loving fiance. (laughs) That's a good intro. (laughs) And I'm Zach, Julie's husband. Loving husband. What are you talking about? So, what, what was the question? Are we going to be asking something? Here, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, we just discussed using. Can you hear me? Okay. We could share. <laughs> no, we love each other. This is how we sit. Um, we just discussed the fair play deck. We extra- we all expressed our experience going through it with our partners. Um, so we would love to hear y'all's perspective on what your experience with the fair play deck is. And I'm just going to give you all a heads up that we did not all have positive things to say. So don't feel like you have to say, this was amazing. (laughs) We loved everything about this. (laughs) So we are interested in your honest opinion of how the fair play deck went for you. Your opinion. And if you like pulled anything positive out of it, like what would that be? Yes. And if not, that's okay too. Okay. You want me to lead off? Go for it, Andy. Um, I would say... Baseline, it was good to lay out all of the different things that need to be done around the house, Um, primarily because I think it's very easy to just walk around the house during the day, during your life, and not realize all the stuff that has to be done. And then the idea of assigning jobs and kind of spreading out how you want to do this, I think is a great idea. I think it's harder to execute than you would think. Um, But also I think you can get a lot of use out of that game. If you really separate out the cards that you don't need and like really make it a unique deck of cards, I guess, because a lot of things like with dishes, we assigned me to dishes, but it seems like we kind of just naturally share doing that during the week anyway. So yeah, it's a, it's, it's a fun exercise. I don't know how, long-lasting it's meant to be i think it's a useful tool for like a check-in so that you don't have to be like hey i want to talk to you about how you didn't do the dishes you can like fool them with a game you can fool like (laughs) hey i'm gonna and maybe maybe this deck isn't the right deck right like julie and i were talking about how there there are probably other decks out there which i know i've now been fed on instagram because they listen to us all the time but there's either a deck we could make or you could come up with the same idea that would give you stuff that's more applicable to your life that would prompt a check-in and be in in a way that's like not passive aggressive potentially um, and, and like figure out a way to do it that that is maybe useful Um, because I feel like a lot of times it is. Yeah. The dishes are maybe your responsibility, but if they're sitting there and your partner is really busy, 
you're going to take that load off. You know, the problem becomes when neither of you do it and it bugs one of you a lot. And maybe it's something you should be more aware of just reminding yourself, Hey, I know this is something that bugs me more. I'm going to do it. But whenever I don't have the ability, because I'm out of like headspace entirely, I'm out of Ram to do it, pick it up for me if you care, you know? Yeah. I could see like just going through each, not even making a deck, but going through each card and being like, okay, Becca, what are your thoughts on dishes? <laughs> and that way you can be like, well, I feel like I'm always doing the dishes and you're never doing the dishes, that kind of thing. Or I hate dishes in the sink. Yeah. You're just talking about each house topic. That could be useful. But, you know, gamifying anything is always good. I feel like we all share a lot of similar thoughts about this game. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. not that. It was, it was kind of like, I mean, I'm sure you guys talked about like throwing out half the kid shit and all that sort of stuff. So there's like a lot of stuff that's probably useful for certain people. Definitely at different points in your relationships, but it it seemed to me like it was um, maybe oversold um, to certain people or should have come with like a disclaimer. And maybe it did. And I'm just not aware of that. But um, yeah, I, I think there's the, the concept is good. And I do think Julie and I talked about like the idea of having a check in. I know Maggie and Phil do that from time to time on a regular basis um, could be helpful. Um, I think if you're starting out your relationship or even if you had a fucking roommate, like you could have a roommate deck, it'd be fucking super helpful. Soup. Yeah. It would you be know? awesome. It should come with mm -hmm. your lease. Yeah. Cause I mean, if, like when you're in, when you're in your fucking twenties, yeah. you know, or say you're like college roommate and you get your first house, you don't know what your mom did. You don't know what your dad did. You don't know what your nanny or whoever the housekeeper did. Like it, you, some people are really good at taking care of their shit. Other people don't realize that mommy did everything for them. Mm -hmm. And so it, if you could just prompt that conversation with a new set of roommates or every time you get a new roommate. Yeah. Anytime you move in with anybody. Yeah. Just, you should have a fair play deck. I think cleaning out the fridge should be a card in that deck. Ooh. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> if you live in Texas, your power is going to come off at some point and you're going to be forced to clean out the fridge. Yeah. So. Reset. Hard some, reset. Yeah. And Bill it, and I, actually, that's a chore I hate so much that we have alternating months of once a month. I have to do it. And once a month, Phil has fridge audit. Wow. <laughs> that is very admirable. Once a month fridge audit's incredible. Yeah. Luckily, the light in our fridge doesn't work, so we just keep our stuff in the dark, and you can't tell. It grows things better. <laughs> I just way. I just throw people's food out. Like I'm like it's it's gone bad. It's going in the trash. No conversation. Yeah, we solve this by like leaving. Yeah. All but the I get time. I get mad because I'm like, why should I deal with your moldy food? Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. But I mean, you are lucky in some ways because. Phil does do a lot of food prep. Our moldy food. Yes. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. Phil does a lot of food prep, right? So you're, you got a lot of food there that you probably have leftovers of. Whereas Julie and I tend to like cook one big ass meal a week and we eat on that and then we go, fuck it, let's go eat out. And so it, it doesn't, we don't end up with quite as much and we also don't have other roommates. So it's mostly like weird bottles of liqueurs and aperitifs and stuff that need to be refrigerated that take up half our fridge and then random condiments or like a tube of what did i see a tube of fucking tomato paste in there from trader joe's that i'm like oh for sure this tube of tomato paste should last forever it's it's sealed up whatever and it says in there use them 14 days of opening 
Who needs that much tomato paste? It's ridiculous. That's the whole, that's the whole point of <laughs> getting the insane. tube, is yeah. that you don't have to use it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's what I thought. I was like, there's no air in here. It's a metal tube. That's bullshit. Otherwise, yeah. we'd buy the 70 cent can. Yes, and, and throw half that. of it away. That's yeah. what we did this that's week. That's what we did this week. Throw half of it fucking away. That's bullshit. Yeah. I had no idea. Yep. That's a scam. Yeah. I do have a question for y'all. So I'm curious, who took the romance card? Out of y'all's couple, and what have you been doing since then? <laughs> well, Becca took it. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Becca took it, and she's done an okay job. Becca, uh, I, I took Andy on a surprise date somewhere downtown that I was wow. pretty excited about. That's cool. Um, but I don't know how many points I get for that because I'd planned it before I'd got the card. <laughs> Inside um, voice. But the card was marriage slash romance and we're actively planning our wedding. I feel like that's why you took it. So I feel like I get some planning points from that perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Some points. Some points. <laughs> it's not full points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, three points to Hufflepuff over there. Mm-hmm. What about um, Zach always holds this card, so <laughs> he asked me if I would take the card, and it was the one card we had a minimum standard of care conversation about, because <laughs> everything else we just kind of know who has the base standard. Um, and then I left town she for a She promptly left town. <laughs> So were you sending like a lot of nudes <laughs> while you were gone? <laughs> Zero nudes. In fact, in fact, he went to pick up some things I needed before I left on my last minute trip and even bought me a bath bomb in case my hotel had a bath Aww. while I was there. So really he still held the card. Yeah. I only asked for a video. That's all I asked for. <laughs> True minimum standard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One video, One five days. I can't remember actually who officially took the card, but much like Zach and Julie, I'm typically the one that holds that card. And also we happen to have like our anniversary during the beginning where we had already planned, like our mostly me planned uh, anniversary trip and then Valentine's Day and then um, Mardi Gras stuff all happened in that time. So I was like doing a lot of like bringing nice gifts to fill throughout the past month. So maybe maybe next month I'll let her have the card. Are are gifts like so like like obviously like different people's love languages, right? Are I I know that you're a big gift giver, Maggie, mm-hmm. and I know that actually I think everybody but Julie and I are pretty much gift giver, givers. <laughs> Definitely Maggie and Taylor are mega gift givers. Uh, Taylor because she loves to shop, and so. <laughs> Uh, I like buying stuff for people yeah, that yeah. I. You get the dopamine. I like that when you find the perfect gifts for someone that they wouldn't buy themselves, but you know that they would like. It's a rush. Yeah. You're good at it. Yeah, it's dopamine. It's great. It's awesome. Um, Becca, I know, has made us like limoncello and different things, right? Like actual like little gifts that are handmade and thoughtful, um, and and enjoys doing that. Um, Julie and I, we're schmucks. We're schmucks, man. It's like, hey. Uh, I'll buy the bottle of whiskey and a cigar or something if we're hanging out somewhere. It's not going to be like it's that's our great. lives. It's so <laughs> I, yeah, I you think like y'all are the furthest from schmucks of anyone. Yeah, also, like you said, there's different love out. languages. Yeah, and you guys are very much more um, acts of service than yes. I will ever be. Y'all spit. Y'all like go out of your way to spend so much time with your friends. And you're you so fixed thoughtful. my house so many times. Yes, the only exactly. thing I've ever done to your house is make it worse. 
Yeah, it's not true. <laughs> but this is like, I mean, it's not even that like, but like, so I, mean, I sidebarred there for a what minute. What was the question? The question was really about like different relationships. So like romantically, if the romance card is like, hey, do you actually get a lot of romantic feelings from like, oh, that was such a thoughtful, cute gift. Julian and I just don't do that because we, when we started dating, we had no fucking money. Like we've never had, it's never been a thing in our relationship because we were like, we had goals and most of the time when we had those goals, we didn't have money for gifts. Like when we did have a little bit of money, we just didn't. We were like, we have shit we'd rather do with this money than buy each other gifts. Snowboard. Snowboard. Well, yeah. You, like, well, you can take those cards out because they don't have, you don't have to. Right. No, but I mean, like in terms of romance, like romance what, were the thing, what were the things that you guys do? Oh, like yeah. what are like, what, you know, I think like dedicated uninter- like, uninterrupted time together is mm-hmm. another one. Right. Yes. Like, that yeah. like we made a point to do. It's like we're doing this together and we're intentionally not. Like including anyone else, right. our phones are off. Yeah, your phones are our time, yeah. kind of thing. And, wow, I think, and I, I mean, I consider that like a romantic thing to yeah. do. I think what, like off, like off what you said, what would have been a productive way to do it is for us to look at the card and say, okay, what are our love languages? Except at least right now, and then like use yeah, that information um, versus like just taking on a card. Um, because then you kind of get to make whatever <laughs> choices you want right. to make. But if I like know Andy's stressed from work or if I know he's overwhelmed from something and I know that his love language would be quality time versus doing shit or whatever, right. um, then I think that would have made that a very productive yeah. card um, versus where I was like, oh, you were going on a date. I think I got this. <laughs> yeah, it just it seemed to me kind of like, it was ambiguous enough that it was like kind of hallmarky, and if you didn't have a lot of like thought going into it, it wasn't probably. As yeah, they give you one fucking card for marriage and romance, and they give you fifty for kids. Yeah, and one card yeah. for yeah. yeah. Well, I think too. Welcome it's to like, parenthood. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I think so. The way we defined it was, um, and like we did the minimum standard of care, so it was like once a month. Like Joey took it, and I was like, once a month, like plan a date. That is not us just hanging out at the house watching TV. Like we have to go somewhere or do something fun together and spend time together. So that was like what we define that as. Yeah. It's easy to get in rut and, yeah. and not think about that and not do I it. I kind of enjoy the like, here's the romance card and I want you to take the responsibility of being creative with that and yeah. do what you want with that and w- interpret it how you want to me. Yeah. Phil's planting a hedge with your name in it right now. So <laughs> she did some very romantic things too. It's it's like like the any chore in the whole thing, like it's not mutually exclusive. Like one person, even if you hand them the card, is not responsible for the romance of your relationship. I'm bringing you all yeah. the romance. You got to give it back. You know, there's like a give and take. Takes two. Um, okay, I have a question. Is there any card um, or task that really stuck with you? Like not necessarily, I mean, it could be dishes and maybe it stuck with you because you're like, holy shit, I never do them or holy shit, I am always doing them. But was there any card that's like the one that's like in the back of your head a lot over the course of this experiment? It was dishes. (laughs) (laughs) Dishes suck. It was, and it wasn't even that I was doing all of them. It's just I, whenever, like I would always look over at the sink to see if there were dishes to be done. And there are just always dishes to be done. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a dishwasher. 
Joey said something similar. He was like, they're just always dishes forever. And I'm like, and then one day you die, and then you never have to do a dish again. Yeah. Right. Or you just go paper. That's the main benefit of death. Right. You just go paper. I just get the hand to avoid dishes sometimes. I think dishes is interesting because it's one thing that comes up for Julie and I. We've tried doing this in different ways where, and correct me if I'm wrong, Julie, about how you felt about this, but A, she was gone for a week, so who the fuck knows? And I was kind of gone part of that time too. So we have like a shortened, you know, uh, kind of length of time to worry about this. But the the dishes in particular, we've discussed like one of us will empty and one of us will be in charge of loading it and getting out of the sink. And in the past, what ends up happening is like, we're not out of sync. Somebody gets pissed off. It doesn't work out. Um, also, doesn't, one of those jobs to me is easier than the totally, other. Totally, totally. It doesn't bother me. Like if you read the deck, if you read the deck, it's like if it really bothers you and it doesn't bother the other person, it's your deal. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, if I'm just like, none of this shit bothers me, Julia. <laughs> yeah. Like she needs to like, she needs to have a bit of analysis to be like, fuck you, dude. But, but like, that's one that like doesn't really bother me. Laundry, I'm fine with doing. I just don't like folding it. Mm-hmm. And Julie didn't fold a bunch of my clothes. Like she folds some of the towels and stuff like that. But like she would do the laundry and switch it. She's here a lot of the times too. So it just made sense to do. But a couple of those things like, her just her committing to owning it entirely i actually would pop in and do it from time to time like i was like oh i'll do a load of laundry and i'll I'll help with that or i'll switch it over because i happened to be in the room but i felt better about it because i didn't have to think about it Mm -hmm. that was nice and and knowing that she had owned like i'm gonna do the dishes i'm like thoughtful about like okay i'll if i want to do it i'll throw it in there if not i'll sit in the sink i'll make sure it's rinsed or sitting there soaking if it needs to soak a little bit or whatever and that it's tidy and prepared for her to make that task easier. Um, but again, not having to think about it allowed me to focus more on like, what are the other things that I'm actually committing to fully try and take on? And can I do 80 to 90% of that fully versus this amorphous, like we're each thinking we're picking up 80%, we're each only picking up 20% of the task and you know, there's 60% getting left on the floor. I think you articulate it in a really Mm-hmm. good way that like I was trying to articulate early that's a, kind of exactly what we were like t- me, me and Joey were talking about too is like I like the fact that I don't have to think about this like you are in charge of thinking about it yeah. and I can still help you with it like yeah. Yeah. you're in charge of thinking about the fact that we need to sit down and plan a vaca- vacation yeah, but totally. you can still say like hey are you free tomorrow we're going to sit down and talk about our vacation and then we will sit down and like plan it together or discuss things. But like one person needs to be in charge of tracking it. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, somebody has to be, you know, the boss on it basically. Somebody yeah. has to take lead. Yeah. I love that because I was owning dishes, you were actually really mindful about not making work for me because you knew it would be on my plate. Whereas I feel like in the past, because we would randomly, someone's responsible for dishes, um, we we both felt entitled to just like l- kind of leave the mess because we don't know if we're dealing with it or they're dealing with it. Or you'd be like, oh, I'm going to leave this really dirty thing right here because I'm going to take care of it later. Right. And then. But it bugs the other person Becca before you get to it. Like, huh? 
Yeah. And then when I took the dishes, <laughs> she just started hiding all of her dirty dishes that had extra work for. Bill's <laughs> <laughs> doing the dishes nice and on two plates. I'm yeah. kidding. It's, it's like a Shell Silverstein. Right. <laughs> but I, I think a lot of the fear going into something like this is that, oh, well, because I own it, they don't have to worry about it. They're going to make more work for me because they don't have to do the work. And it was it's super interesting to hear you say that, like, actually, you were more mindful of making right. sure it wasn't extra work. You remember that you like each other. <laughs> right, right. And maybe maybe that that's a good like relationship test, right. litmus it's test. Like a, I feel like that's maybe a positive outlook to have sometimes, but I feel like there are definitely couples in the world that'll be like, oh, he's doing the dishes today? Fuck these dishes up! Like, yeah. just make a huge mess. Maybe get out of that relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I think that's a, yeah. like, again, this you look at this deck and it, a lot of it, I think, seems prompted based on the idea that there's a lot of emotional labor and unpaid labor done by women in general, but sometimes it could be just a partner, right, Depend independent of what's going on. But classically, um, it's it's been women. And so when you look at it from that perspective, a lot of those cases where it's like, fuck this person, it's because they're in a situation that there's not communication there's not things being dealt with and sometimes when you're in relationships where you think you're communicating well and you think you're on the same page you almost get more lax about some of these issues and some of these small tasks because you go i'm already good at this i checked that box i don't have to worry about it and that's probably not actually true and it's more like a muscle that if you don't work is going to atrophy and so you have to go pay attention to it send the nerve signal think about it you know, make sure it's communicating um, and and checking up is probably the thing to do. This is one tool in the toolbox that could probably be good for that. Um, maybe not in this specific deck, but the idea in general is good. There's probably an app that, you know, Dolly Kasama here could make that would, uh, you know, be able to make custom cards. I'm sure there's like already several card apps that could be done. So somebody, one of the people here in this room that does tech and design shit could figure this out. So. <laughs> I actually mentioned doing custom cards earlier. <laughs> She's already planned it out. Mm -hmm. Like, it'd be cool if you could like answer some questions and it, like creates a custom deck for you. And yep. then you could like add in or take away like cards or like make new cards and yep. like customize it for your household. You know, chat GPT this. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Like spit me out a deck. <laughs> spit me a deck. That's not what that sounded like. <laughs> 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 okay well this was fun y'all are great podcasters thank you Very good. Yeah. thanks for having thank us stuff. i do feel like the fair play deck was useful in acknowledging some things and dynamics in our relationship uh, even though it wasn't designed to fit lesbian couples no kids um but and you know it's, it's definitely more catered to a heteronormative lifestyle especially catered towards having children and that's probably where people find it the most useful but there are some things I appreciated about it such as just taking a look at you know the workload that each person does in a relationship Maggie and I I think things fall pretty naturally already with the person most capable of doing them such as I you know cook most of our meals and in charge of most of our food um, and I take care of Jax usually because I have an office that lets me bring him there and that's more enriching and engaging for him. Uh, Maggie can't provide that for him when she works from home. But like I said, there's a lot of cards that we weren't able to use that revolved around childcare. And something that I didn't like about the rigidity of the exercise, even though I think it's good to, to try it and attempt it for a couple of weeks, that rigidity doesn't allow for bad days. 
right? There's the famous saying that relationships are 50-50. And I think even though the purpose of this was not to keep score, uh, it somehow in a way made us, I want to say keep score more, but it, it put our relationship in that dynamic a little bit more because it's kind of an all or nothing um, where, you know, it, because I already do the cooking, that's the card I got, obviously. Um, and then, you know, the the pet care so that, you know, took that card over as well. Maggie typically does dishes because she's home all day and, you know, if you, she can knock them out uh, in between meetings. But having the card felt different because now it's each person's sole responsibility to take care of those things. It felt like there wasn't any wiggle room anymore to compensate um, for when we just were a little overloaded. Like, you know, I always have to be the one to take the dog out for the walk or, you know, let him potty or feed him dinner. And Maggie always has to be the one to do the dishes. You know, it's just, I don't think that's how we operate. It doesn't allow for one of us to have a bad day and say, I'm I'm exhausted. I can't cook dinner. I can't even think about dinner right now. Um, Because on those nights, Maggie, you know, takes charge and she orders takeout. Or if he, you know, he pulls the extra 10% or 20% or, you know, however many percent. Um, there's no flexibility there, and I think that's really important to have uh, on a daily and weekly and monthly basis. Um, I will say one thing I appreciated was that it it made me realize that there's some things that I can do as a single person or can afford not to do as a single person, um, and being in a relationship have a lot more responsibility and accountability for. Uh, so one of the cards that I got was making plans with friends and maintaining our relationships as a couple, um, which is, you know, something that I'm not the best at and Maggie has typically done in the past. Um, but we thought that that was a, a fair trade um, with a couple of the cards and something that's good was good for me to pay attention to and, and take a swing at. Um, but I'm notoriously uh, non-participatory in, you know, group chats. And that's something that I struggle to keep up with um, in my personal life. And, you know, it made me take another look at as a couple, you know, if we're both in a group chat or if we're trying to make plans with, you know, some of our other friends, someone has to respond. um, And that, you know, puts more pressure on Maggie to do so whenever I don't. So I think that was helpful. Overall, we really didn't stick with the cards that long. It just kind of felt too rigid. Um, I like the conversations that it brought. Um, I think that it works really well for other couples. I've suggested it to a lot of people. Um, you know, and it's not to say that I think you know my relationship is fine. It's perfect. It doesn't need any work. Because uh, if we did get something out of it, I, I think a different, um, just a different structure would be more helpful for us. And maybe we can take a look at that later down the road and see if we can change the rules in some way. Overall, it's just not gay enough. But hey, not many things are. Okay, so I'm here with my love of my life, <laughs> light of my light. Um, <laughs> light. Um, the one that keeps her going. The one and I only. Suppose. The, the oft talked about, never heard from Joey. <laughs> Uh, this is my first podcast, so yeah, he's not... you're natural. You're natural. Am... You're acting totally normal. This is how I normally act and speak. Yeah. Okay, so we did the fair play deck, and I talked about it on the podcast with the girls. You listened to it. Um, you kind of heard my experience with it, and I would love to know um, 
kind of what your experience was and like take us back take us back to the night that we sat down Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. went through the deck for the first time read the rules went through the cards decided who was getting what talked about each one like tell us give us your side of the story of what that experience was like for you sure so we uh we sat down one afternoon i believe it was i think it was the evening and maybe it was uh, <laughs> but uh yeah it it was as y'all said in the in the episode we removed about two-thirds of the cards relating to uh children and then we started to try and progress with the uh with the card game as was intended and i felt like we we hit a lot of roadblocks with that where there were a lot of caveats and issues with the way that everything worked out mm-hmm. um you know as y'all discussed yeah take taking like the dishes card or something like that where you just can't possibly be expected to handle that on your own and just like leave that completely off of your partner um and then we uh we revisited after a little while and kind of reimagined it as uh, a way of like maneuvering the cards to fit our life and uh, sort of just talked about each individual card, what that meant to mm-hmm. us. What and- was the most surprising part of going through the cards and divvying up chores and talking about chores and talking about household tasks? Like what surprised you about that experience? surprised me about it was i don't know i i want to say how much you did but that's not surprising (laughs) (laughs) um that did not surprise me Um, but uh what was i suppose surprising was um the way that when we divvied it up i feel like you realized that there was a lot that i did that i like didn't I didn't necessarily take charge of things, but that there was a lot that I did around the house. Um, and it was more just like a shift in mindset, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, like, like y'all talked about there. Uh, you would say like, oh, this like this home maintenance thing needs to be done around the house and I would do that. Right. Um, and it was a shift in mindset where now, like, you took some stuff off of my plate where, like, normally I would have done, you know, garbage, mail, dishes, laundry, stuff like that. Now you do dishes, but I'm responsible of, like, remembering that I need to do garbage or Mm -hmm. that I need to do stuff around the house as far as home maintenance goes, um... And one of the biggest uh, one of the biggest shifts made after the deck was me handling money, which is not my forte. <laughs> well, but it sounds like it wasn't yours either. No, um, terrible. So I'm trying to get better at that. I think I've done all right. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So most surprising thing for you was like seeing. Like the shift in mindset of like instead of me like managing yeah. the tasks and you doing them, shifting it to like more of a we each have tasks that we, that we manage, manage and do and do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree. Which I I always came into this with a mindset of 
like originally being more like, well, Taylor's very organized. She is very like task oriented. Like she is a good taskmaster. I am very capable of getting things done around the house, but I'm a fairly disorganized person or at least not on the same level of organization that you are. So she's fine with like doling out tasks and I will do those things. Like I will go out and mow the yard when Taylor says like, Hey, the yard needs to get mowed. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I don't think I really recognize that. Like you didn't like doing that either. (laughs) Like you didn't like being the one like doling out the tasks and like you were willing to do more around the house, like physically if that meant you could give up a little more of the mental workload. Yeah, exactly. And I, like, I guess the weight of that mental workload was not incredibly impressed upon me. You yeah. know, like, I I was like, well, yeah, she, like, she's organizing everything. But I'm I'm doing the lion's share of the, like, physical labor, so it's tit for tat, we're equal here. And then we talked about it, and you were like, no, I would actually rather do more of the physical labor yeah. than have to plan everything. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And so now we're kind of doing that more. Well, yeah, because just, you know, there's a lot, when you take into account the organizing and yeah. planning, there's so many things that you have to like take into consideration to like get things done on time and like make sure things don't break down so they become bigger issues. And there's just a lot of maintenance, like constant maintenance. Yeah, absolutely. That, you know, let's like behind every disorganized, um, chaotic individual uh, is a organized individual making sure that their life doesn't fall apart. Is <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, what what would happen if, like, I wasn't around? Like, in our previous arrangement, like, what would happen if I wasn't around? Right? Like, and you owned two homes. Oh, I wouldn't own two homes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would rent. Yeah. And there would be a landlord that took care of all that. Yeah, shit. exactly. Like, someone <laughs> – yeah. there's always someone taking care of it, right? And that's, yeah. like – True of, like, any situation for, like, you know, it's like with kids, right? Like, kids don't think about paying bills or needing to do certain tasks. Are you calling me a child? Yeah, yeah, I'm calling you a child. Um, (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, there's always – there always has to be someone doing it. And there's – because it's kind of, like, invisible labor a lot of the time, Mm -hmm. it's not always, like, recognized that someone's doing it. Yeah. Whereas, like, physical labor, you can, like, see someone doing it. And you're like, oh, thanks for doing that. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. But then it's, like, with the mental labor, you don't see the amount of, like, mental effort that someone put in to, like, plan something or do something or organize something. Absolutely. It's uh, an invisible hand, so to speak. Like, that's keeping things organized, keeping things in order. Yeah. It's something that the Fair Play deck helped me realize that you were not necessarily okay with even if that meant taking on more physical labor right around the house or things like dishes and doing the lawn work and mm-hmm. stuff like that or hiring someone to do the lawn work or hiring someone <laughs> or, or waiting until the lawn got out of hand and then outsourcing listen i've been pulling weeds <laughs> fairly regularly yeah, since the since the great outsourcing yeah Well, okay. So I'm curious, like, you know, did you, like, now that you've taken on more of, like, the mental load, 
Mm-hmm. What does that feel like? Did you, is it like a challenge? Do you feel like you're owning your cards? Like, what has that experience been like for you taking on some of those tasks? Um, yeah, it's, it's been a real challenge. There's certain things that like, I haven't had much issue with stuff like I took on maintenance for both of the cars. Well, I already, you know, I've all, I've always done maintenance for at least like one car. And so like doubling down on that and just like removing that from your plate was pretty easy. Like that was not an issue or something like the trash where like, that's something I did every week anyways. Yeah. Like th- those didn't really feel like huge burdens on me. And I'm pretty familiar with that stuff. But things like travel or money manager, which are two of the cards that I have, those have been more difficult because that's not something that I'm used to doing. Um, I've had a lot of trouble organizing around things like that. I feel like it's getting done. I just still like even even now still don't have like a system in order to mm-hmm. keep that like regular and organized. Like a lot of stuff is on auto pay now, but I still I think about it a lot despite the fact that like most of it is pretty regularly taken care of. There's not a lot that I like have to actively work on, but it does like occupy a large portion of my mm-hmm. mind pretty often. And then, yeah, the other one being like travel, which um, I think we found like a a good ground for that where like I try to uh, just organize time in our busy schedules to talk about travel and like mm-hmm. travel still remains something that we try and do together. Booking hotels, booking airline tickets. Now, why was I looking up flights the other day then? Because you had the points. That doesn't matter. I can call them and ask them about it, but you should be looking up the flights. I put oh. in all that mental work to look, do the fucking workaround for what we could do. Just saying, I put, I picked up some of the load there. <laughs> I didn't ask you to. You you sat down and started doing you it. You tricked while, me. You sat down and you started said, doing it while my mother was visiting. You no, know, you said we needed to look into flights, and then I started looking at flights. You tricked me. I, I did not mean to trick you. Mm-hmm. I meant we need to look at flights soon, and you sat down while I was visiting with my mother and just, like, got started on okay, it. Okay, <laughs> well, now you know how my mind works. Well, I will say I I very much appreciate you take on the car stuff because that was something that like was really stressful for me mm-hmm. was dealing with like, when do I take the car in for routine maintenance? When do I need to like get the tires rotated? When do I need to do like, you know, the oil changes and make sure everything's running properly and like all that shit I hate doing. Generally speaking, after you crack an axle is a good time to Stop, Shut up. <laughs> wow, you really go in there airing my dirty laundry. <laughs> Aaron, my dirty laundry. Um, uh, yeah. But no, yeah, that I, was really helpful for me not even have to worry about it because that was something, that's something I always that doesn't, had to think it about. Never, it never bothers me to deal with the car stuff. Um, and so I'm ha- I was happy to take that one on uh, because it's like a – that's a big ticket car card, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I I would love to take on like – general automotive care if it means like i don't have to do such and so other like big ticket mm-hmm. sort of item in our lives you know like pet, pet care yeah you pet know. care yeah you yeah know. i track all the vets vaccines doesn't touch the litter box though i scooped it yesterday Listen, I'm not, like, I haven't had a cat in a decade. Like, I'm not used to that. It's gross. So, yeah, there are certain things that, like, you know. But that brings us to, like, like, I'll do the majority. But that's the thing, too, is, like, 
I take on I take on the majority of the mental load of the pet stuff, making sure that they have their heartworm and their flea meds every month. But you will take on a little bit of like making sure Kevin's like litter box and yeah. food is filled. You know, obviously you're not going to feed Hubs and Sherlock twice a day and Gimli three times a day, and also get Kevin his afternoon snack like. That's yeah. too much to put on one person. Like, yeah. we've got to split it up. Yeah, and we kind of just do whatever naturally fits into our schedule and what, what makes the most sense. Like, if I'm on a meeting or if I'm working and you have off that afternoon, it just yeah. makes way more sense for you to feed Gimli his lunch and Kevin his snack, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of silly to, like, force this, like, strict line of, yeah. like, you have to do everything on this card. Just, like, make sure that it works for your schedule and your time and also you feel like – that person is still taking on the majority of the mental load for organizing and mm. maintaining the task. Of course, that that does come down to like the risky thing about the way we've done it is it could be easy for one person to, you know, take on another person's card without really realizing it because we're not nearly as rigid as I think some of the yeah. other vaginanciers were. You know. Well, I think too, I think what what has really contributed to our success is just doing the weekly stand-ups, I think. That's been Definitely. like a huge part of why we've been able to maintain it. And making sure, you know, literally every week we sit down, unless we're like traveling or something, but almost every week consistently, yeah. we've we've carved out time to sit down and go over our cards. We literally bring our cards to the couch and like sit down and we go through each one and we and give it, each other yeah, update. Like an hour long process. Yeah, it takes like but an hour. It's a good, it's a good, uh, I know y'all talked a lot about like not wanting to be the one that nags their partner about doing the cards that they have. And like, maybe you notice something that, is the other person's card and they haven't done it. Well, if you have a weekly stand-up, it's a good point to be like, hey, like, where are you on this? Without mm-hmm. feeling like you're taking over that mental burden. You just be like, oh, by the way, like, I noticed this. And yeah, that, like, brings it back on to your partner's, like, mind, onto right. their radar. Yeah. But you also don't have to think about it all week or worry about it. You can just be like, oh, like I noticed that like this hasn't been done. Like what's your plan with that? And you don't have to like wait for it to build up and build up until it's like you're so annoyed about it. You just like, hey, you haven't been doing this. You know, it's like that it takes away that weird – that weirdness of like figuring out like when do I bring this up? How long do I wait until I say something? It's is like, it no. going to be read as aggressive? It's exactly. like no. The whole point of the the stand up is to check in. Yeah, it doesn't matter who has which card. Like if one of us has concerns about one of the cards or one of the activities, like now's the time to bring it forward. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's been really helpful. Yeah, and I think too, just like even like a maintenance kind of check in of like, hey. Uh, you know, I know you have this car, but I feel like I took on like a fair share of that this week or I did this that I think falls into kind of your territory. You can kind of bring it up then too. It just helps you clear the air, I think, too. It just like to make sure that there's no like resentment mm-hmm, or like buildup of resentment. Um, just knowing like, hey, just so you know, I felt like I did this and I really feel like maybe you should have taken that on. And then, you know. Um, and it goes both ways. Like, I feel like we've both done that where it's like, we kind of like backslide a little bit in something and then we address it. And then it's like, okay, I'm, and I do feel like it helps me be a lot more mindful about stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like with Kevin's oh, yeah. stuff, like, I feel like you've pointed out enough times where I feel like I'm trying to be a lot more mindful about like Kevin's maintenance as well. Mm-hmm. 
And I also think it like helps me be less resentful of the tasks that I have. So like when I'm doing the dishes or, you know, whatever else, I know like it's fine. This is my thing to do. And I don't feel resentful of you because I know that you have your things that you're taking care of in the yeah, household absolutely. and I, that I don't have to think about. Like you've been really good about laundry in like pretty much every time you're here and there's a big load of laundry that needs to be done, you're doing laundry. And, you know, like maybe if you have to leave or head out for work, you'll be like, hey, when the when the wash is done, can you throw the clothes in the dryer? And that's like absolutely no problem. But the fact that you take on that load, literally, yeah. no pun intended, <laughs> you take on that. <laughs> it really wasn't, but it's good. Yeah. Uh, when you take on that burden of like, oh, I'm going to like do the laundry when it's full. That's yeah. one thing that like, honestly, like if we didn't have this system set up and it was me being like, I feel like I'm always doing this and you and I have to keep bugging you about it. Or I have to keep asking you to do it. Like that's a thing that builds up resentment that doesn't need to happen if we just dole out like who does it. Yeah. And it changes the mentality, right? Like if we're both thinking of everything that needs to get done around the house, then, like, things will fall by the wayside. Things will, like, fail to be prioritized. Mm -hmm. um, and something like laundry, like, I might just let that sit because I'm like, well, I can wait. You know, like, I'm, I'm still fine on clothes. And uh, you might be fuming because the laundry hasn't been done in two weeks. Right. And then, like, that'll come to a head. Whereas, like, if... I know that I'm the guy that's responsible for the laundry. Like when the laundry basket is full, I'm going to go do the laundry because like otherwise I'm kind of fucking up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. And also it just helps you like not have to like keep score. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I feel like you can get exactly. in these really unhealthy patterns with your partner. I just did the dishes. Exactly. <laughs> where it's like, well, now do I have to keep like track of when I'm doing it so that I could like prove that I'm doing it more than you and that you're not doing it enough. Mm -hmm. And it just mm -hmm. becomes really unhealthy and just like you don't want to have to keep a scorecard. <laughs> this is not a good place to be in. So yeah. like I think the fair play deck, it really helps in that regard mm -hmm. of just like allow like preventing little things like that from building up into these like big issues that don't need to be issues if you just say like you're responsible for this and I'm responsible for this. Yeah. Um and just having the conversation too I think like even if it doesn't like you know with for example the other you know Maggie and Julie and Becca you know it didn't necessarily like long term they're not still doing it but just having that initial conversation with their partner I think helped just just think through both of them yeah. think through like what do i do like what do i contribute to the household and how are we looking at shared tasks it's just a good conversation to have with your partner anyways that was a big thing looking at the deck when we initially went and doled out like tasks was you just there's there's so many things in that deck that wouldn't even consider you know like as like a household task oh yeah like holiday planning or like gifts for people mm -hmm. or like maintaining social interactions like yeah that is a pretty like important part of maintaining yeah. our household that we don't really think about like I, I feel like you or I think about that as like a group yeah task that's actually a really good point I'm glad you brought that up because we did have a switch of cards oh, like yeah. a month or two into doing this because um, so originally you took the gifts for family. 
Mm-hmm. And that includes like remembering to, you know, you have to think about like holidays coming up, um, birthdays coming up and like be the one to be like, hey, you know, Mother's Day is coming up. Like we should get a gift for our moms or whatever. And so that that's basically what happened is that Mother's Day came up and I kind of just did it. And mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I got gifts for our moms and kind of planned like a little thing event and, you know, afterwards I kind of thought about it and I brought it to you at standup of like, hey, I really think this is like your card and I feel like I'm I'm the one doing, doing it because I, it. I just yeah. – I naturally like I like to give gifts. I like to plan events. Like I, I do those things already. Mm-hmm. So it's like – it's an area where I was like I really think you should have taken that on. And then so I think we thought about it for a while and then maybe at next stand-up or the stand-up after. Yeah, I I approached you and was like, you're absolutely right. That like that should have been on me, but you are you are the one of us who is more suited to that. Like you enjoy shopping for gifts. You like to give gifts and I would happily take on home goods yeah, or something like that. Like goods. we traded, yeah. we traded cards and I was like, I will keep track of like dish soap and toilet paper and paper towels. Uh, but you are the admittedly far superior gift giver. And so it mm. makes sense for you to be the one that plans that stuff and for me to take something off of your plate so that you can handle that. Yeah. Which I like kind of brings you to the like mutability of the deck, right? Like what you pick immediately does not have to be what you're stuck with. Like I yeah. I would love to trade my travel card eventually. And we talked about the travel card being like kind of something that switches back and forth. We'll have to find something in your deck for me to take on. But like that's one that neither of us wants to have like all the time. Yeah. Because it's kind of a big card and yeah. it's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. You can you can always revisit the cards and discuss like how it's going and how you think you're doing and you know maybe there's some compromise there Mm -hmm. i also think it's just nice like in that having that conversation and like you just it just a reminder like play to your strengths too when you're looking at the cards like don't try to force your partner to take the dishes card when they like hate doing dishes with a fiery passion you know Mm -hmm. or it's like or they're just not naturally inclined to like do things like that like play to your strengths and you'll yeah. find a lot more success with it with the understanding that there does need to still be some compromise and you're like both parties not need to get, take on yeah. some of the load maybe of parts they don't want to take on but exactly you're not going to get only cards that you like exactly. and that like like there's never going to be a 50-50 split of just like I like doing exactly half of the work around the house right and you like doing the other half now, there's going to be overlap where you both want cards or overlap where neither of you wants a card but someone else I to mean, do it. I was you know? I was surprised that you took dishes because I know you hate doing dishes and I don't mind it. But you create most of the dishes in the house, right? And honestly, I, and it's not even that I hated it. I think it was more that I resented that I felt like I was doing well, we it would, a lot, or yeah. I had to ask you to do it. But really, it's just because I was doing most of the dishes and you felt resentful of me. I don't I mean I don't want to speak for you, but it, it seemed like I was like trying to get you to do more of your fair share of the dishes, even though I created the majority of them. But in my mind, it's like, no, this is a task we should split 50-50. No matter who's doing it, 
I know from that's crazy. Okay. I know from your perspective, it's like you're doing most of them, but it I felt like, like I did a lot of the dishes. But see, that's what I'm saying is like from I, I had no awareness into that because I don't know when you're doing them. And all I remember is me well, doing them. Yeah. It, so before the, before the deck, what I remember is the dishes would pile up in the sink <laughs> and then I would spend an hour doing dishes and empty the sink. And I'm sure we both had that experience. So. <laughs> exactly. It, like it, it created like a um a tension that didn't need to be there. Right. But yeah, I would often like come and just like do a shitload of dishes that I knew weren't mine and just be like I just need the sink to not look like this. <laughs> but I ex- I fully expected to take the dish card, but you took that. Well, now that it's my t- like nine. my rule, don't mind. Which the sink has been like, much better. Yeah, I do. <laughs> like ever ever since then. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why. It's just like now that I take full responsibility for it, I feel like some kind of ownership over it and I yeah. feel more inclined to want to do it than like trying to be like, well, I do so much already. I don't have time I, to do Because I think that's part of it too. It was like I take on so much of the mental burden of doing things. Joey can do this for me because he does a lot of the physical labor. So it was like I was kind of in that mindset too of like I'm just going to make Joey do this, ask Joey to do this because I do so much already and I do enough like of mm-hmm. the planning that he can do this for me. So it's just like unhealthy kind of patterns, you yeah. know, of like who's responsible for what just based off like how we felt mm-hmm. um all that to say is with the fair play deck it might not work for everybody but if you if you really take the time to just sit down and talk about like what these household chores mean for you and your partner decide what's actually important for you and what's not right like you don't have to keep everything if, leave, if leave holiday cards or gifts or whatever else aren't important to you then you both can collectively decide that you don't want to include it in your card list and you also yeah. don't have to necessarily have equal split right like you could say, like, I'm going to take on these three high cards and you take on seven low cards or whatever, or easy yeah, cards. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, the we did a pretty fair split, like, number-wise, I think. But, like, you could easily have somebody that's like, I do trash and laundry and dishes and mail and, you know, things that are, like, daily or weekly. Mm-hmm. And the other person takes on twice as many cards, but they're like yearly, you know, things yeah. like gifts or yeah. holidays or, you know. Yeah. So it's like whatever you think whatever works, works for your your relationship, whatever, you know, play to your strengths of what you think is is maintainable long term and revisit it. I think the stand up is a huge key to our success in this mm-hmm. and having a a time and a place every week that we communicate about what is happening in our household. and it. You know, you think it would feel like a burden or a chore, but it really doesn't. Like, it feels necessary. Now that we're doing it, it's, like, shocking that we didn't do it before, honestly. Yeah, I would say maybe on average we've done it more than every other week. Like, obviously we don't go every single week and do it because sometimes we're busy. Sometimes we're out of town. But we make time most weeks to do it, either, like, on Sunday or Monday. Yeah, I would say at least three out of the four weeks a month, we sit down and and talk about it and we just go through our cards and we just say what we're doing, what our update is. I have a little notepad. I write in notes of like what I need to get done, um, what's still on my to-do list. And um, yeah, yeah, I think it works really well for us. I think it could work really well for other people too. So, you know, if you're someone, if you're listening to this and you think like, hey, I, you know, I'm with my partner, we live together you know, I don't feel, I feel resentment or I don't feel like they're doing their fair share or I'm taking a lot of the like burden on for these tasks. Um, I would highly recommend just sitting down, 
um, and talking it out. And the fair play deck can be a really good tool and conversation starter to have like something to guide that conversation, right? Like you don't have to follow the rules exactly. Um, even just using the cards to talk about these different tasks uh, with your partner can be really helpful. So yeah, I would say I would recommend it to couples that are kind of struggling with with that, even roommates for yeah, certain honestly. things. Well, how do you feel about that? Any other like remaining thoughts you have on the fair play deck? No, I don't think so. I mean, the only thing I can think of is I would be interested to delve back into the cards that we left off the table i know most of them were mm. kid related cards but we should look into them and just see like what did we leave out is there like we haven't revisited it since we split yeah, up the cards but like true. did we leave out anything unkid related that like we feel like maybe we could work into our routine or mm -hmm. like are there any of the kid related cards that pertain to our old ass pets that we could right take on yeah. um but yeah, I, f I feel like maybe there's something to be gained in just looking through the old cards that we left out. Yeah, that's true. Well, we could definitely do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I can't wait for you to have the travel card again. Oh, well, good luck getting it to me. <laughs> I'll take dishes. Oh, that is not worth dishes. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Sayonara.